Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com/acast code acast. <laughs> Jeg just kommer og walk away the Welcome everybody to the Diggory Dads Pure Shy Podcast. Yeah, this is Ryan and of course we've got the fucking celebrity. Let's settle down, will you? No, we're about to go on this journey together and you're going to forget all about me, no? No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're, you're like flat out with like radio and television and newspapers and... You haven't got any time for me anymore. Lad, we're doing a podcast, aren't we? Yeah, it's a day late. Yeah, because I was busy yesterday. Yeah, exactly. You're slowly forgetting about me. Lad, will you feck off? What's it like anyway? Being all famous, you know? Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Is it tough? Oh, it's tough, lad. Very tough now. Um, Yeah, so I'll talk you through what happened. For those of you that don't know. um, You're probably living under a rock. But yeah, I am... Um, I've gone viral all over the world in a sense with the singing videos and stuff and um my TikTok was blown up there for a while. I think it went from like 80,000 to 160,000 or 170,000 in like seven days and I thought that was crazy. And then I started posting singing videos to Instagram about ah, a little under two weeks ago now and I was on three and a half thousand and I went to I'm over 81,000 now in less than two weeks and Yeah, it's just been crazy, hey. So many people jumping on and messaging and reaching out and asking me to go home and do gigs at home and all this kind of stuff. And then you've got the the papers and stuff. Yeah, the Irish Independent. Yeah, the Irish Independent, uh, the Sunday World, the Belfast Telegraph. Apparently I'm getting mentioned on radio stations back there too. Um, Unknowns to me, but uh, I did have to do an interview with um, Midlands 103 in, uh, in the Midlands there. You know, so... um. That was nice, getting an interview with those people and asking questions and stuff. I felt like I came across all right in the interview. Just gave them honest answers and stuff. That, that's all you can do, I suppose. So so what are you kind of hoping for? Oh, look, lad, whatever comes, I'll take it, you know. And after that, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Uh, this happens quite often, though. You know, there'll be people that go viral and stuff and uh, get thrown around in the media and all that kind of crack. And then you, you never really hear tell of them much after that and... It kind of all fizzles out, but I don't know. I don't know. Whatever comes of it, I'll take it. And if I don't get anything from it, I'll keep doing what I'm doing, you know. 
that's it, lad. That's all you can do, lad. Because you can't really expect people to uh, move mountains and open up wardrobes for you and stuff. No, no, absolutely not, no. And, um, yeah, I had that television thing yesterday. Yeah, you're on the telly. I saw you on the telly. God, are you getting paid for that? No, no, it's just an interview, lad. Yeah, right, okay. So, um, what did they have to ask you on the telly? Well, it was, um, it was similar enough to the radio, but, um, yeah, I was on about 15 minutes before, and they had me on, and I was chatting to the uh, studio team, you know, all the people behind the scenes, making sure everything was all right, the camera was all right, the audio was all right. And then um, just before I went on, they went to an ad break and I got chatting to uh, Tristan McManus, who is uh, one of the hosts on the show. He's actually from Bray in Wicklow. And he, he said to me that he got off a flight and he was on his Instagram and I popped up and he was scrolling through my videos and stuff. And he, he immediately rang one of the producers and said, you have to get this one on the television. This fella is the real deal, like, you have to get him on. And he was just telling me stuff before I went on, like, um, you know, you're really, really representing the Irish people well out here and, you know, you're doing really good things and it's always good to help out people that are doing good things, you know, good things come to good people and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then we went on air and um, there was Tristan, there was Ange, and then there was a girl called Jess as well. And they were just asking me the questions like, um, what made you do the videos and, you know, um, why do you think your your voice and your singing videos resonate with so many people? And all right, can you answer those questions then? Um, everyone that listens to the podcast, I imagine, knows that I started out doing TikTok videos, uh, telling stories and that, and then it just kind of branched out into the comedy videos, but you now it's sketch comedy and stuff. Yeah, like the Irish and Australian foreman. Yeah, those ones, and then like the the mammy sketches and stuff like that, and then. Just one day, I randomly posted a, a harmless enough. I'd always like throw a singing video in there every now and again, but I was outside work. I was early. I didn't want to go in early because I'm not getting paid to be there early. So I sat in the ute out there or the jeep, whatever you want to call it, and I just um, threw together a singing video and I captioned it. This is why we don't sing in our accent, and it was me singing along to "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman, but Luke Combs was singing in the background. And, of course, that video completely backfired on me. I thought it was just going to be a video where people laugh at you because of the Irish accent coming through in the song. But it turns out the entire world wants the Irish accent in a song. So, yeah, that video um, didn't work out how I thought it was going to work out. It worked out in my favour in the end. But it definitely wasn't how I anticipated it to work out. And then, of course, I just kept throwing in more and more videos and it just came climbing up and up and up. And, yeah, um, that's what happened. So... In relation to um, the voice and why people kind of resonate with me, I suppose, uh, you, could, you could probably say the Irish accent has a bit to play in it. Yeah, it, it, it seems sexy, isn't it? Yeah, so they say and all. You know, if I go to the pub or I'm out and about or whatever and you get chatting to someone, they, they kind of highlight the fact that y- you sound decent, you know. And then, of course, just the way I talk and the way I carry myself, a lot of people can kind of resonate with me and kind of get familiar with me and the stories I tell, a lot of people might have experienced the same things and, you know... It's just a mix of things, combination of stuff, and there's a sense of charm there, apparently, I've been told, and, you know, I I just, I am who I am, this is how I am in person as well, and I think it's the genuineness of it too, you know, the, the sincerity of me, and the fact that I don't play a game, that I'm not a gimmick, what you see is what you get type of thing, and look, I, I'm absolutely blown away that there's loads of people that are into my stuff, and that watch me every day, and I am global in a sense, but I, I'm still not sure why, like, Still not sure why I'm such a fascination. But look, we'll um, 
we'll keep going with it anyway and wherever it goes we're going to go with it and I, I appreciate everyone that's jumping on and that's reaching out and commenting and messaging I know I, I can't get back to everyone lads there is so many messages there hey so many people are messaging me now telling me that I'm class that I'm a sexy bastard and that I'm I'm apparently saving lives hey just by telling stories and singing and stuff and even on the on the television they, they called me a hero hey a global internet hero psych my god that's some um, that's some stars isn't it good Christ but I wasn't sure if I was going to get a podcast out today lads because I've just had so much on uh, yesterday I was in the post office for Jason's nearly two hours trying to send some stuff home there and um, there's a young flip back there in Galway his name is Jack and he's a super fan of the Digger Dad yeah I saw that yeah yeah super fan and I, I got sent out a free uh, box of clothes from a company called Bisley. And inside it was a jacket. But I already have a jacket. I bought a jacket off them. That's why they sent me out a box of free stuff. So the jacket was no use to me. So what I did was I got my logo put onto it. And I sent it home there to that young fella. Chess, that's hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it cost you much to put that logo on it? I think it was like $35. Hurry. He, he didn't manage to get the, the small flag inside in the bucket though. No, no. He said his machine wasn't equipped to do that, but I just worked away anyway and just, um, I had a chat with um, Jack's mammy and she said it was grand, so um, I just sent it home. And then three people on TikTok won um, mugs. I'll tell you about the mug now. And fucking, if you're listening to me, fella that won that mug, I don't like you, hey, don't like you at all. Because I, I did the thing where I had everyone comment on a story and then... Um, I, I kind of picked out three random people. I got my wife to help me and all that kind of stuff. So it took a lot to fucking set all that up and get it all ready and to pick a winner. There was so many comments to go through. There was so many screenshots to go through. It was a pain in the hole. And then some fella entered it and he got picked and then he decided to be a fucking shite. Why, what do you do? I was asking him for his name and his address so I could send the stuff to him and he kept just sending me his first name. Oh, what a fucking injury. Oh, lad. Just just an absolute sack of a lad, hey. But look, um, th- there's a girl back there, uh, Gronya. She's she's a true fan, hey. Gronya's been around since the beginning. Yeah, G- Gigi, is it? Yeah, Gigi, yeah. Um, she's been around now since the beginning, so she's after getting... Uh, uh, she she guessed the number right. I did a story there and I said, uh, if you can guess the number between 1 and 20, the first person to guess it, and you've got one guess, um, you win the freaking um, the, the cup, like. And she guessed it. Straight off the bat, she guessed it. And I said, right, delighted it's going to her. And then there's a, a woman back there called Jill. Jill Reams. Uh, she was formerly Egan uh, from Crahan there. She's good friends with my man and stuff, her family friends and all that. So she ended up winning as well. And this was all my wife's doing now. She picked all the winners. So if some of you are upset, it's up to her, you know. But she knows uh, Taekwondo, you know, so be careful. And uh, some woman in Scotland won one as well. So, yeah, they're all on the way now. Whether they're on the plane yet or not, I don't know, but they're in the post office, in boxes, getting sent there. So, lads, I really appreciate everyone jumping on and eager for cups and everyone's looking for cups and hoodies and all sorts of yokes. I'm trying to figure out all this kind of thing. Everyone's kind of hit me at the one time, so I'm still trying to work out uh, the best way of doing it. So, with the whole uh, going global and famous and that, do you reckon you'd like to like be a singer and that? I've always wanted to do it, lad. I've always wanted to entertain people on a stage. When I get up on the stage, I just feel at home, you know. 
uh, there's obviously the nerves and the stress and stuff before you go up there. But once you're up there, it's just second nature to me. It's always been that way. I've done drama and stuff back home locally. I've done it in schools. You know, it, it's um, something I've always uh, tried to jump at. But look, I, I'll take everything that comes my way. And if nothing comes my way, I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm not expecting people to do things for me. There's lots of people. There's even people in America, like over in Nashville there in Tennessee, messaged me asking me to go over and work in their um, studio and stuff. And I can pay, but I won't have to pay much to use their facilities and all that kind of stuff. And as lovely as that is, just the logistics of it and the risk factor is just too high. It's just too high for me to start out by going all the way to Nashville and Tennessee, you know. If I was to start out, I would like to start doing it here and, you know, see where it takes me. And, you know, I don't even know how to do it yet. I'm trying to figure it all out. And a lot of uh, pubs and venues and stuff are reaching out to me back home, asking me to fly home and do gigs back there. And I, I'm not even, I haven't even rehearsed a gig yet. Like, you know, this is all just... Me singing in the car, in the machine, just doing me thing, and people have after people are after falling in love with it. And you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Lots of people are telling me to go home and uh, try and get on the late late show. And again, this is not my call. You know, I I can't um, uh, send a message to Patrick Kilty, even though he follows me on Instagram now. <laughs> I can't send a message to him and say, "Here, bring me home and put me on the late late show." That just you just don't do stuff like that, and people don't realise the magnitude in, in which stuff needs to happen. You know, you really need to think about uh, all this kind of stuff before you can kind of jump on a plane and go home and do a gig and do a gig and do a gig and go to America and do a gig. And, you know, it, it's not as simple as people are making out, but I, I'm absolutely loving everyone getting involved and jumping on and people are reaching out to me, asking me to do favours and stuff. And I can help some people out. I can't help everybody out. Uh, it's just crazy, like, it's crazy. I'm overwhelmed in a sense sometimes. This is kind of a, I just roughly put together a podcast today, I know, because there's people wanting a podcast every Tuesday and I'm literally recording it at freaking 12 o'clock in the day and I have until 3 o'clock to have it recorded, edited and put out there on time. I know people are going to say, lad, look, it's all right, it's only a podcast, don't worry about it. But I, I've started doing this sort of stuff, so I want to keep doing it. I want to keep being consistent. I don't want people to think that I'm... Uh, only doing it here and there. I, I want to give people what they're after, and it, it's definitely a lot of work what's been going on the last, um, oh, whatever amount of days or weeks, couple of weeks anyway, and it, it's full on, and then trying to keep a full-time job and a family thing going as well. I'd, I'd love to be able to just step away from my work and entertain people for a living, but if that happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm fucking rushed off my feet, but we'll keep going, hey? Yeah, so you, you've got like a song... That you wrote, and it kind of sings along with Ed Sheeran's song. That's everywhere, apparently. There's people like messaging me saying that is circulating all over the country. Yeah, the song is called "There's a Reason You're Here," and um, the way that worked is I'll talk you through it now. I, I explained this on the radio, but for those of you that didn't um, didn't listen to that interview, um, how it works is I'll be sat in the machine, right, and I'll be driving around, whether it's in the load or whether I'm sat uh, doing stuff with the digger. I'll have the Bluetooth on and the Spotify's playing and I'll have whatever type of music on on whatever type of day, you know. And I'll be sat there and a popular kind of hit song will come on and I'll kind of go, hang on now. I could probably take that word, take the words away from that, throw my own words onto it and make it really, really funny. I like that one where you went, my bad habits were drinking and smoking fags. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And that one was a hit. And then... um. 
the biggest whore in town. That was a hit as well. I uh, posted that one to Instagram yesterday and someone got upset and reported it and had it taken down. So I, I know I can't um, post that kind of stuff on Instagram anymore. But um, yeah, that's what will happen. I'll just sit there and then I'll play that song over and over again for maybe 10 or 20 minutes and just every every sentence I'll try and put my own thing to it. And within a half an hour, I'll have what I have put together, you know, and it was the same for that mental health song. And the reason I did a mental health song in that sense is because I found out that um, a friend of mine that I went to Uterich with all those years ago um, committed suicide and stuff. And, you know, just the life and soul of the party, really, really chirpy, happy lad, had everything to live for, kids and misses there, you know, just never seemed like there was nothing wrong with him. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And he never told anyone that was nothing wrong with him. And then you get a text to say that he's, uh, he's gone, you know. It hits you. Hey, hits you hard. So I just decided I'd do something a bit different. And I posted that song on Instagram back in February or on TikTok, sorry. Back in February. And it's only now that it's really starting to get traction through Instagram, you know, and it's fantastic. It's on, it's not enough, like, it's definitely not enough, but it's on 1.5 million views on Instagram and it's been shared by so many big accounts and stuff as well, which is great. The sharing side of it now has slowed down, which is a shame, but hopefully more and more people see it and keep pushing it out there. And even if, if people were wanting to be, to use it in like schools and stuff like that, I'd be more than happy to allow them to do that. Um, take my face off it, of course. You don't have to promote me and what I'm doing, but definitely the words of that song and and um, the story and the the reasoning behind it speaks out to what's going on. There's lots of people that commit suicide and end their lives and stuff, and they really um, they really leave behind devastation. And a lot of people are um, are traumatized and hurt, and there's kids and. You know, a lot of stuff um, left behind that needs mending and that'll never be mended, you know. And it's just a matter of uh, talking about stuff and getting stuff off your chest and it kind of starts off the healing process. And, you know, there is a reason you're here, lads. And this is my reason for being here. I didn't know this two years ago. I didn't know this three years ago that I was here to, whatever, entertain people, make people happy, make people sad in the best possible ways. But this is my reason for being here. And if, if you get up tomorrow and you're having a shit day, the next day you could find your reason for being here. So if you just figure out what it is that's going on in your head, get rid of it, get it off your chest and be done with it, there's, there's good stuff coming. I, I literally got rid of all the shy people out of my life, lads. Some of them walked away of their own accord and that's fine. See you later. No bother at all. You do you, I'll do me. But 
I've gotten rid of all the bad people, all the bad energy, all the negative thinking, all the, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this, I can't do that. I've gotten rid of all that. And all of this stuff is starting to come to me now. So if you can just push all that badness to the side, your reason for being here will present itself. And it's fucking savage. Do you, do you think you're going to be able to go to like red carpet events and stuff? Ah, oh, no, lad. No, uh, I, I can't see this thing carrying on for much longer. You know, this whole uh, people want me on papers and stuff like that. It was just because there was a few videos that went viral and stuff. Um, I, I'd like to be able to do stuff like this for a living. And like I keep saying, I'll take what comes my way. But I'm not expecting um, red carpets and being invited to the BAFTAs and all this kind of stuff or whatever you want to call them. But we'll keep plugging away anyway. Hey. Uh, this is usually a part of the podcast where I ask Ryan his five quick fire questions, but I haven't got any questions for you, lad. Uh, so why the fuck did we even do this one? Well, I'll give you a couple of questions now. It won't be really quick fire, but I'll give you a couple of questions in relation to what's going on with me. If you could be interviewed now on any TV show, what would it be? Uh, the Late Late Show. Probably on the Toy Show time as well, because... I want to play with those tractors and stuff. If you were famous for something, what would you want to be famous for? Uh, being a class lad. What is your dream venue to play a gig in? Uh, Turles Pass Castle. If you could join one celebrity on stage for a gig, who would it be? Uh, Michael Flatley. Hang on, now I've got one for you actually. Just, just stop now for a second. If someone said to you, right, you can have a gig of your choice tomorrow, where would it be? Uh, in the town hall in Dangan. Oh really, that would be your first one? Yeah. Do a homecoming there. And then we go to Croke Park and we go to Madison Square Garden in New York and we go to Las Vegas and then we go to Balnagar Football Field and, you know, all the big venues afterwards. Yeah, that'd be class, hey, Balnagar. You're big there. <laughs> that, that'd be the noise of all the crowd in Balnagar. Just cheering, cheering. Sorry, I hit that button by mistake, but it actually worked out really well. <laughs> I, I haven't pressed these buttons before, so just bear with us. I'm going to press some of these buttons and see what they do. I don't know how loud it's going to be. I'll turn it down a little bit so it's not affecting you too much. <laughs> I stop. It's it, 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 very good now. He does, for sure. Uh, all right, no. Shut up. Yeah. What's this one do? Oh, that's the Ballon Nagar crowd. Right, okay. <laughs> I've never pressed these things. What the? But I don't. Oh, what is that? God, that's an awful sound. Jesus, good Christ. Who's, whose dog is that? I've never pressed these things before, hey? What breed of a Jack Russell is that now? Oh. Magic. Oh, there's the sound effects, lads. Uh, I won't ever use them. I'll only ever use this one. That's me, uh, me, me song choice, hey? I, I actually uh, bought the rights to that song, and uh, well, that sound itself. But um, that sound is uh, Marie's Wedding. You know, it's a class song, class song. And it was absolutely first choice once I found that thing online. But yeah, this week I, I was going to talk about like X and that. X. Yeah, X. What the fuck is an ick? Uh, do you know like when, when you're like, uh, like someone says something and you're like, uh, an ick. Yeah, yeah, because like say like if someone smells bad or something, that's like, uh, 
so I can eek. Something that kind of makes you feel like, ugh. All right, okay. Um, we might leave that for uh, next week, hey? Yeah, yeah I think so, because we're already like 20, uh, 20 minutes in, so we won't have much time, and then that'll give us something to talk about next week as well. I'm not quite sure when we're going to record that one, because uh, we usually record them together on the same day, and then put out one that week, and then about the other one the following week, but you've got so fucking so much on now that you're a celebrity. So we'll have to figure that one out, and we'll try and get out to the people, hey? Yeah, yeah, that's what'll have to happen. I haven't got time to record two podcasts today, I don't think. No, no, you don't, because you have to go and have an audience with the Pope. Huh? Yeah, I was only joking. So how's your man that caught with all this stuff? Oh, yeah, my ma, she's, um, she's loving it, like. She is loving it, but um, she, she does get bombarded now. And she was getting bombarded before I even went... Uh, viral and stuff uh, in the papers and on the radio and the telly and that um, so I can only imagine now it's worse and you know she, she's happy enough she says uh, she says jokingly you can fucking stop now anytime you like but I said to her then sure Jess this is not my fault like I can't help this and she said I know I'm only fucking joking with you it's great and I'm proud of you but fucking hell I can't go anywhere Shane I said look you're going to have to wear a fucking mask or something. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, she's coping well with it. Uh, not quite sure how the, the brothers and the sister are feeling. Uh, I know my oldest brother was telling me, mad that he can't go anywhere, can't get down to the shop to buy a packet of smokes or anything without people in the town coming up and saying stuff to him. And uh, my younger brother, who's a year younger than me, messages me, and, you know, he, he's a joker, like, he's a messer, you know, so he'll never tell you that you're doing good or you're fucking... He's proud of you acting like that, or fair play to you. He'll just fucking slag you about something, you know, which is our way of fucking doing things, me and him. And my sister, she just shares stuff. That's all she does. I don't really, we don't really talk much at all. Every now and again, she'll message about her kids and that, and then I'll message her back, and, you know, that's kind of the only relationship we can have. And she'll she'll share stuff on Facebook and stuff, or whatever. And then my youngest brother, sure, he's um, he's delighted, you know. Oh, he, he turned 18. Yeah, yeah. They had his party there um, the other night, actually. Yeah, he he, he messaged me and he, the next day he's like, ah, oh, fucking dying. You know, I didn't get home till three o'clock in the morning. I said, sure. It's your 18th birthday, like. You're dead right. Absolutely. I got sent some videos from that night too and, you know, they, they seemed to have a good night. And, you know, th- th- that's the thing about this stuff here as well, you know, with all this stuff that's going on. I'm so far away from the people that I, I'd like to share it with, you know. So far away from me, ma and my brothers and my sister and my cousins and all. Could, could you imagine the scenes now when I get back there? Oh, God, you, you'd be flat out. Not only flat out, like, but just to be able to, to celebrate and have uh, all these people, all these people that I'm close with, close to me, and enjoy all this together, you know. That's the hard part, you know. Th- this is where my life is. People are telling me, oh, you'll move home now, you'll move home now. This is where my life is, like. I'm going to live here. And I'll get home to Ireland as often as I can and as often as reasonably possible. But this is where my life is. I'm not going to just upend my life now and expect my wife and son and myself, because I don't want to, move all the way back to Ireland in the hopes that something will come of all this and suddenly I'll become uh, famous and a celebrity and make millions. That's not what I'm trying to chase here. But um, I'll get home when I get home and it's going to be class. God, you won't be able to fucking walk anywhere, lad. That's what I'm thinking. Well, anywhere locally, anyway. Oh, yeah, I'd say. Like, Tullamore and Derry, like, you'd be 
hounded for photographs and autographs and yeah, you're going to be busy. Yeah, and then there's other things as well, like get home there. There's a few people I want to see when I get home. Uh, not just family and uh, friends and stuff, but people from the social media, people that have um, been there from the start and that I've been following as well. And, you know, there's some good people on there that, that make good videos and stuff that reach out to me. Uh, Stephen Kelly from uh, Three Books Left. He's in Mayo. He's the the big bearded lad. Oh, yeah, he's gas definitely. Yeah, yeah, he reaches out all the time, all the time. And, you know, especially since all this kind of stuff has happened, he's been checking in to see how I'm getting on and, you know, he's telling me that uh, I should be proud of myself. You know, telling me all the stuff that uh, everyone else tells me. But it just seems seems so, so genuine coming from him. Because he'll do it in a voice note, like, you know. And such a lovely lad. I, I'd love to meet him. And th- there's a few more people. Young Tommy Timber there in Tipperary. Always a good lad. Um, with, with my stuff and, you know, commenting and sharing and liking. And just an all-around nice lad. I'd like to meet him as well and have a chat with him. Uh, another fellow Owen that I follow on there as well another gas lad I'd like to meet him and Tommy Timber together hey be be a bit of a fucking bit of a laugh out of it and yeah there, there's lots of people back there that I want to see um, some uh, fans I suppose will want to meet up and uh, have a meet and greet or whatever and I, I'd happily do that but I want people to understand too that I'm not on any kind of pedestal here I am not uh, above anyone now you know, just because all this stuff is happening to me, it doesn't change who I was from the beginning. You know, if you see me, even out here in Australia, if anyone's listening out here in Australia, if you see me, you're more than welcome to come up and talk to me. More than welcome to come up and have a chat. I, I'm not scary. I'm not, I'm quite short now, so you wouldn't be too frightened of me. It's just when I start getting annoyed when people get scared. But I'm, uh, I'm easy enough to talk to. I, I don't seem like I'm bigger than I am. Everyone is welcome to come up and chat to me. I just don't like when uh, people pull and drag out of me and, uh, you know, try and... It makes me uncomfortable in those situations that people kind of go over the top and pull and drag out of you. And it's it's more so when there's drink involved. That's when it gets annoying. Like That's when you're kind of like, right, I need to get the fuck out of here, go somewhere else, because I, I can't be dealing with this shit. Treat me like a regular person. You know, just walk up to me, chat to me, whatever it may be. If you want to take a photograph, we'll take a photograph. If you need me to sign something, I'll sign something. I haven't done it much at all now, so I'll have to work on that. But I, I'll happily, I'll happily meet your requests, lads. But I'm also just a regular Joe Soap that has just so happened to fall into a bit of luck with his videos, and that's that's how I want to be treated. Don't, don't make me out like I'm I'm God because I'm not. I'm just a regular fucking fella who is happy to have a laugh and have a chat. And how you see me in the videos, lads, I keep saying this is how I am in person. So just treat me the same, please. But lads, I'm going to come to the end of this now because I, I'm just. I've got so much to do today as well. I've got stuff to do about the house and, you know, flat out. This has just been something I've put together today just to give people out there something to listen to this morning back in Ireland when they wake up or this afternoon out here in Australia or wherever you're listening to it all over the world. I've got people listening to it from fucking in Belarus and Kazakhstan and Angola and all these places. I don't know whether they're Irish people or whether they're just uh, trying to learn English. It's probably not the best place to learn it, but... Lads, look, thanks very much, and I appreciate everyone that comes along with me. I appreciate everyone that's been here from the beginning, and anyone that's come along today. Absolutely appreciate you all the same. You's our class, love is the bits. Take it easy, lads. See you later on, guys. Bye now. How would you like 
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.